Welcome to the podcast edition of Waiting in Remembrance 2023 Advent Devotionals written by the Student Ministry of Sugarland Baptist Church. If you'd like to read along with today's devotionals, you can find a link to a PDF version in the description of the episodes. Thanks for listening, and I hope the next few minutes are helpful for you and your family on your journey during this Advent season. Hello! I'm Scotty. And I'm Ava. We are in week three of Advent, and this week's theme is joy. Today is Monday, December 18th. Today's devotional was written by Savannah Garner, a homeschooled sophomore. Today's scripture is 2 Corinthians 13, 11. It says, Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Paul's farewell to the Corinthians makes me think of the book The Hiding Place by Corey Ten Boom. In this book, Corey shares her life story and provides amazing examples of Christian maturity. Corey recounts the horrible events that her family went through during World War II. Corey and her sister Betsy were imprisoned at the Ravensbrook concentration camp, and even during their impossible circumstances, they gave powerful examples of rejoicing in all circumstances encouraging one another, and living in peace. One story that sticks out the most to me is when Betsy encourages Corey to give thanks for the fleece which kept the German soldiers from expecting their barracks and discovering their Bible. Corey and Betsy read the Bible aloud every night to encourage each other and the other women in the barracks at Ravensbrook. And eventually, through the amazing love of God at the end of the war, Corey finds a way to forgive a former SS soldier whom she encounters from Ravensbrook. The faithfulness that Corey and Betsy demonstrated is an example for each of us. Paul reminds us to give thanks for the easy things, but also for the fleece in our own life. Even during tough times, we are still covered by God's love. When we rejoice and encourage each other, we will find true joy in our hearts no matter the circumstances. If you have not read The Hiding Place, I highly recommend it. This book continues to be an inspiration to me in my faith. I love how practical the application of this is. Mm -hmm. I love Savannah's example of fleas. I think that's a really clever parallel. Like, what are the fleas in your life? The little annoyances Mm -hmm. or the little grievances that bother us and maybe seem to deter from our joy, but are actually protecting us or keeping us from worse harm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. But also, I love, again, going back to that scripture in 2 Corinthians. How do you find joy? Well, practice rejoicing mm-hmm. in all circumstances. Yeah. And practice encouraging each other. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's important because I think we often look to our circumstances and try and determine what we can rejoice about there when we're not called to rejoice because of our circumstances. We're called to rejoice in spite of our circumstances. Yeah. And Paul's like the best example of that, right? Because mm-hmm. throughout the scriptures, Paul rejoices in adversity yeah oftentimes like imprisonment or persecution right like ava you and i have gone through some things but like we've never been put in prison for our faith yeah oh thank god (laughs) so like how can we rejoice despite the fleas yeah what would you say about this idea that you know we are called to rejoice so that's Mm -hmm. a me thing yeah but then paul connects that directly and savannah takes it here that connects directly with encourage one another Mm -hmm. and live in peace Mm -hmm. So rejoicing and joy has to do with Mm -hmm. our communities and our relationships as well. Yeah. I think community is actually very vital to any Christian's faith walk because 
I think I find so often that when I do come to like this church community after having like a long day on a Wednesday and it's the middle of the week and you're just like, oh, I just got to push through and get done with this. I find myself more encouraged and filled. I don't want to say because they distract me from it, but it's like, it's almost like refreshing. Mm. It's very refreshing to come to a safe place and be around people who you love and who love you and who have those same beliefs as you, where they just, they want to encourage you and they want to be there for you. Is there an example or a story of how that happens? I mean, this past Wednesday night, I remember showing up to church just, I mean, Scott, you saw, I was just so um, down in the dumps. I was crying and just not in a good spot because I was so overwhelmed and so stressed because of school. And specifically as calculus, I don't like math. I don't like calculus either. <laughs> I do not like math. And so this past Wednesday was a worship night. Getting to just spend, what, an hour, hour and a half singing to the Lord and giving him praise and just getting just to worship with my community and with the community I love really helped change, I guess, my perspective and my heart posture as I approach these problems, because now I'm telling these problems how big my God is rather than telling God how big my problems are. Oh. Yeah. Yes. So that's literally a practical example of rejoicing mm -hmm. in the midst of your fleas and it making a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Quick word for any of our high schoolers listening or any of our college students listening. This is why when I talk about going to college, one of the hardest parts about going to college as a person of faith is finding that church community mm -hmm. where you're gonna plug in for four years, theoretically, right? And invest. It's really easy to either attend somewhere mm -hmm. and not invest. Yeah. Or it's really easy to not attend anywhere. Mm -hmm. And even if you go to like a Tuesday night Bible study or something, it's really easy to let church kind of fall off. Yeah. And my encouragement is always, I don't care where you grew up. I don't care what Christian label you might slap onto yourself or mm -hmm. onto your home church. It's what you just talked about. Go to the space where you're going to find your people. Yes. And the people that you want to worship with. Yes. And the people that will encourage you and the people that are going to uplift you in your lowest times. Mm -hmm. And that might be at a church very similar to where you grew up. Mm -hmm. And it might not. Mm -hmm. And either way, that is the priority. It's not about who the good preacher is. It's not about the popular church in town. Mm -hmm. It's not about the music. Yep. It's not even about like... Again, like if you're a Baptist, it's mm -hmm. not even about finding the best Baptist church to me. Yeah. It's about where are your people? Mm -hmm. Savannah concludes her devotional with a prayer. So allow me to pray this over you and your family. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for everything that you have graciously given us. All of the wonderful, good things, but the hard things as well. Please use the difficult situations in our life to help us depend on you. Help us to encourage others and to live in peace with our family and community. Thank you for this joy-filled Advent season. Amen. Lastly, Savannah also gives us an action to do. Encourage someone today. Well, I hope this podcast this morning has been an encouragement to you as you seek to go encourage others. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>